As an engineering leader, you know firsthand that achieving work-life balance can be hard. Many business owners struggle with the balance between their personal lives and their work. This leads to stress and a feeling of regret. But that's not the case for the listeners of the Engineer Your Success podcast with Dr. James Bryant. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. Tune in. Let's engineer your success today. Welcome to Engineer Your Success with Dr. James Bryant. This podcast provides tools, tips, and techniques to help you achieve success both in business and in life. Here's a little bit more about me. I am a husband, a father, a friend, a business owner, a professional engineer with over 20 years of experience managing maintenance on roadways and bridges. Listen, I have a very unique background. I have a PhD in civil engineering. 20 years of practical experience, and I am a certified leadership and business coach. And so this combination of engineering background, as well as my coaching certifications, gives me a unique perspective, both from an engineering point of view and helping you achieve success in your business. So I would love to connect with you to learn more about how I can help you reach your goals. You can use the links that are in the show notes to direct message me, or you can schedule a time where we actually can get together one-on-one and talk. So when we're starting this episode, I have a few announcements that I wanted to talk about. Uh, Number one is that the topics that we have covered so far in the podcast will be slightly expanding. So we started this podcast in July with a real focus on work-life balance. And I presented the engineer's blueprint for a balanced life, which is a four-step process to really help you achieve success in business and in life. But working with clients over the past six months, what I found is that the blueprint has been successful in helping clients design a life where they were able to win at work and at home. But it's also been successful in applying it to areas other than work-life balance. And so I'm working through what that looks like in terms of developing a general framework that I'll call the engineer's blueprint. So we're working on that now. Uh, I'll be providing updates as we continue to move forward in 2022 when that general framework will be ready. Uh, The other thing that I'm learning is that the topics that are of interest to you, our listeners, really expands beyond that work-life balance issue. And we're looking at uh, leadership issues, communication issues, how do you run your teams? These are things that we have covered in some past episodes, but we're still going to work to provide a different mix of topics. And so uh, you'll be hearing a new intro sometime early next year. And I know for sure two of the things that we're going to talk about is growing your ability to effectively communicate and growing your capacity to lead your leadership capacity. So that's the first announcement. The the next announcement is just the mix of episode types. I've been saying for quite some time that we're going to mix in some interview-based episodes. Well, I reported a few weeks ago, and I'm happy to report again. We recorded our first interview-based episode. That's going to go live near the end of January of 2022. I'm actively pursuing other people to interview, to continue to provide value to the group. So the mix going forward 
starting toward the end of January, it's going to be a mix of solo episodes, which these episodes have been so far, some interview-based episodes, and those episodes that are created from the community engagement events, like the OnRamp 2022 event, the UnWebinar series that I hosted in November and December. And that brings me to kind of the last announcement or update, which is we're going to continue to do those podcast community engagement events. As I mentioned, I hosted the OnRamp 2022 UnWebinar series in November and December that really focused on achieving and setting goals. There were some, these are some small, uh, you know, really small group setting focused events where we're able to come together and have a discussion. Uh, I mentioned this as being an UnWebinar. There are no slides, no sales pitch, just added value. Where we're getting together, you're able to understand you're not doing it alone and you're getting together with like-minded people to talk about common interests. The ones that were in November and December were on goal setting. We'll continue to look at what those topics will be as we move forward in 2022, but we are absolutely going to continue to engage the community monthly. If you have any suggestions or advice or topics that you would like covered, do me a favor, get in contact with me. Uh, my contact information is available in the show notes. You can go to betteryou4u.com and look me up. You can also take the audio survey that can provide you, where, where you can provide the feedback that you want. So I, I'm, we're also, I'm also looking at different ways in which I can title these events. On ramp to 2022 was great because we're, we're moving into 2022, but I'm not sure what we're going to call them next year. It could be just the engineer your success on ramp to whatever. Uh, and so we'll see. But if you have any suggestions, make sure, you know, get in contact with me. This podcast is sponsored by Banowitz Marketing. Banowitz Marketing helps family businesses thrive through custom marketing direction and implementation by a team of experts working in their areas of giftedness. They provide services in marketing direction, search engine optimization, graphic design, Facebook ads, copywriting, website design, and much more. There's a dedicated page that's designed for the listeners of the Engineer Your Success podcast. Go to that page, bandwidthmarketing.com slash James. You can also use a coupon code James to get three free hours of local design or redesign work with your purchase of any product. Growing a business is hard. Bandwidth Marketing provides an action plan and expert help so that your family business can thrive. So what are we talking about on today's show? Again, a year end review. I just want to take some time and reflect on 2021. And you can do this at any time of year when you want to look back over the past 12 months and do kind of a self-assessment as to where you are, where did you, what did you say you were going to do? And did you do them? How do you feel about it and where you are? You know, what did you learn about yourself and about your business over this past year? So where does this ideal come from? And I guess in general, you know, when you finish a project, oftentimes we'll reflect back on that project. We'll say, hey, what worked well? What didn't work well? We'll um, use the information that we get from that review to help for planning future projects, for determining future training needs for our team members, for our employees. Uh, we'll look at, you know, how can we use that information just to help us in the future? Is there software products that we need? Is it services that we need that can help us accomplish that project 
a little bit better or move us from good to great. And so you know, I mentioned that because some organizations perform this type of review on successful and unsuccessful projects. While there are other organizations that will only do that type of review on projects where something went wrong. So there's an issue that you run into if you're only doing this type of review on things that went wrong. And that is you're only collecting data on how the bad things can be improved. What you miss is the ability to find out how the good things that are the things that are working on your good projects, the things that are working in the areas that are working for you, how can those good things move from good to become great? So as we focus on reviewing your past year, the past 12 months, I want you to think of it in terms of one of the segments that we normally do on the show in the beginning, which is celebrate your wins and learn from your losses or learn from those areas where you possibly fell short of your goals. And so it's important to celebrate your wins because when you celebrate your wins, you're really giving yourself you know, a pat on the back or celebrating and celebrating what you've actually been able to accomplish. You're looking at where you were and where you are and saying, you know what? I did a good job. And it's okay to acknowledge that you did a good job. It is. So a year review is just a time to reflect on the year that went by and plan for the year ahead. So typically what I'll do is do one for my business and one for kind of my personal life, a personal year in review. So this podcast, today's episode really focuses more on what I would cover in the personal in-year review. You know, the same general principles can be used for your business, but in business, we typically have real clear performance metrics, or it's easier for us to set up performance metrics uh, in terms of what we're measuring against. So you want a certain number of coaching calls. You want to close a certain percentage of deals. You want to increase your revenue by a certain percent. So in our personal lives, we tend to be a little bit more loose with how we measure success, probably other than maybe weight loss, where we have a particular metric that we want, we tend to be a little looser in that. So I thought it would, would really be important to focus on that personal year in review. And absolutely remember, you are a person first and an engineer second, a person first and a business owner second. I know it may not always feel that way with the demands that you have in life, but that does not make that statement any less true. So you will find that these steps that are included in this year in review are very similar to the engineer's blueprint for a balanced life. In this podcast, we covered all four steps of the engineer's blueprint in episodes one through four. So step one of your year in review is really spend time on reflecting on these different areas of life. It could be family, faith, spirituality, your finances, job, career, or your business if you want to be an entrepreneur or just what you've been doing from a business perspective. It could be in your relationships, leisure or fun, personal growth and development, physical health, as well as your mental health and mental well-being. This is just a general guide to some areas. So feel free to delete these areas from the list or come up with your own list. Just brainstorm about the different areas of life 
that you want to reflect on. This podcast is brought to you by Better You For You, a boutique leadership training and peak performance coaching firm where we help engineers achieve success both in business and in life. For more information about upcoming webinars, workshops, and our coaching programs, please visit www.betteryouforyou.com. That's www.betteryouforyou.com. Here's the key. For each area, you want to start asking some questions of yourself. And the questions are, number one, what worked for me in this area this year? Consider what actually worked for you. And part of that is how did this area, quote unquote, working for me, show up in my life? What were the results? You know, if physical health is working for you, how did it show up? How did it manifest itself in your life? Another part of that question, you know, if you think of, you know, how did it manifest? What were the results? And then another thing to consider, is it still working? And if it's not still working, you jot down a few quick notes as to what is not working. And you can, you don't even have to ponder why. It could be something as simple as I was tracking my food or tracking my calorie intake. Uh, I was losing weight. Um, I'm still tracking and maybe I'm still not, I'm, I'm not losing weight as much anymore. So the tracking is not effective. So you're just thinking about what's working, what may not be working in that area. And so The next thing is celebrate your wins. What are the wins from this area that you've been able to achieve over this past year? You really want to celebrate your wins. You don't. It's like if the only time you hear from yourself or you hear from someone is when they're complaining about what you're not doing or what you are doing wrong, then you become to anticipate that you don't look forward to talking to that person. You don't look forward to hearing from that person. And eventually you will shut that person out mentally that they're come to talk to you. And you're thinking this person only has negative things to say. I'm not even going to listen to what they have to say. You don't want to have that same reaction to your inner voice. So I'm encouraging you to get into the practice of celebrating your wins and, you know, writing down and placing it somewhere where you can celebrate the things that you have been able to achieve. Because the next one will be a little bit easier. And that's the the next question is, where did I fall short of accomplishing my goals in this area? And typically, it's easy for us, or it's easy for me, to detail how I fell short, but not necessarily to celebrate where I actually achieved those wins. I'll acknowledge that I achieved the wins, but I don't necessarily celebrate it. And when we get to the part of talking about where we fell short, It's easy for us to say, yeah, we fell short here. And then we kind of ruminate on it and kind of go down a rabbit hole that we don't have to go down because we just don't have to. Again, let's acknowledge where we fell short and keep moving forward. This one is true. This one is key. This next one is key. I want you to consider this. If someone were to look at how you live your life, would they see that your actions, how you're living, does it align with the things that you said you want to accomplish in that area of life? And this one's really important. We talk about this in the engineer's blueprint where you really want to align what you say matters most to you to how you spend your time and how you live your life. 
And so what you're trying to do here is identify any gap that exists between, you know, uh, where you are and where you want to be. Identify the gap between what you say you want and what you're actually doing in terms of how you live your life. Question number five is more a, you know, reflection again, you know, what lessons have I learned from this area over the past year? What lessons have I learned uh, from this area over the past year? Next is, how do I feel about this area when I think about it over the past year? Am I excited? Am I disappointed? Am I numb? Am I over it? How do you actually feel? And I think that's one thing that we typically will skip over, particularly in our professions, in terms of being engineers, being very analytical. We, we don't think about how we feel. And I think it's important for you to connect how you feel about the things that you're accomplishing. This is more than numbers. It's more than just doing the analysis, but it doesn't make you feel good. You know, you accomplish that. Did that make you feel good? Does something not make you feel good? It's really important to be in touch with your feelings. And last but not least, who do you want to be in this area over the next year? Who do you want to be? So describe that. Think through that. And another way to look at that is what qualities do you need to have in order to be that person? So I know those were a lot of questions to consider as part of a year in review, but you're really doing a larger brainstorming type exercise when you're considering all of these different areas of life. Uh, Step number two, of course, is what do you need to do? You need to pare down that big list that you just developed into a much smaller, more manageable list. So I encourage you to spend a lot of time on step one, brainstorm those different areas, answer those questions. You may come up with some additional questions to answer. What you're really trying to do is identify any gaps between those areas and what you want, what you want and what you're actually living and where you are. But just brainstorm a lot in step one. So in step two, you're going to pare this down and you want to pare it down so that you can get a list that you can focus on over the next three to six months. And I typically will do no more than three of the major kind of goals, the major areas that I want to focus on. Different people have different methods as to how you pare down that list. One of the things I consider is kind of the principle of the one thing. So if I was able, if I'm able to accomplish or make significant progress in one of these areas, would it make it possible for me to um, accomplish these other areas more easily? Is there one thing that I can do that will make accomplishing the other things easier? And I'll look at that and that's how I begin to say, okay, this will be the number one thing that I focus on. This will be the number two thing. This will be the number three thing. The rest of those things are there. They're important but we can't focus on everything at the same time. You know, you have to start somewhere. So whatever method you use to pare it down, I would not do any more than three areas. So of course we have more questions that we need you to reflect on and to answer. And part of that is, you know, once you have these three areas, um, it's what does success look like in that area of life? Again, if you've looked at the, you know, went through the engineer's blueprint, this sounds very familiar because Success is not a one-size-fits-all answer. There's no one-size-fits-all solution, no one-size-fits-all answer for that. But for this area of life, what does success look like for you? And then how will you know 
when you've gotten there? How are you going to measure your progress? It, it, we talked about this a little bit in step one, but just what's, what is the gap between where you are right now? But not just what you say you want to do, but where do you want to be in a year? So now you're no longer looking behind you. You're looking forward to the future. Say, so in this area, this is where I want to be. And this is the gap. How do I bridge this gap moving forward? And then who do I need to be in order to achieve the success that I want in this area? Um, what do I need to do to get there? What are some tangible steps that I need to take in order to make these things happen? You know, what do I need to learn? Are there some learning gaps that you need? What other support do you need, do you think you may need to help you achieve the success that you've identified in that area? And then who do you need to become to live that vision? What qualities will that version of you embody? Those are the first two steps. There are a lot of different questions there. Steps three and four pretty much follow the same as the blueprint. You want to design your plan and then execute your plan. One of the things we talked about in the on-ramp 2022 events was to dream big, you know, really start off with a lot of different things that you want to do. And then once you pare down to what it is you want to focus on, plan in small steps. So plan in small increments that can make an overwhelming task, an overwhelming thing that you're facing look a little bit more tangible or something that you actually can accomplish. So it's important when you're doing the design of your plan that you break them down into small steps, but you also build into your plan some checkpoints. And so if you're doing a plan for, let's say, six months, build in checkpoints every four weeks so that you're checking in, you you have put this in your schedule, you're going to look back and reflect and see, am I moving forward? Am I making progress? Am I accomplishing what I said I wanted to accomplish, because if you don't measure it, you have no way of really doing a course correction to help you reach your goal at the end of that quarter or the end of that six months or the end of a year. What you don't want to do is design a plan. These are all of the things that I'm going to do. Here are the goals that I'm going to accomplish. And you don't build in those checkpoints because without those checkpoints, it's going to be like one of those old a cooking utensil commercials, you're going to set it and forget it. And you will forget that this is what you're trying to do and forget that this is what you are trying to accomplish. And so it's very important for you to actually take that step and include that, those checkpoints in your calendar. Now, one mistake a lot of us make, and I've made it too, is this over scheduling trap or this really extreme type trap. So what do I mean? So let's say that I want to write a book and I'm not in the habit of writing. Right? I'm just not in the habit of writing. And I say, okay, my goal is to write a book. So every day I'm going to spend two hours writing X amount of chapters, which is a great, great goal, right? But if I'm not a writer and I haven't built up the habit of writing, then what do you think is going to happen? I'm going to sit down. I'm going to start writing. I may hit writer's block, something may happen. And if I'm not able to accomplish that goal, I'm going to tire of it. My brain's going to shut down. I'm, I'm going to, my brain's going to wander. I'm going to find excuses to procrastinate. I'm going to find excuses to do something else. I'm going to look back and say, have I been meeting that goal? No, I haven't. And then that's where disappointment can set in. That's where things can set in that can just stop you in your tracks. And you will no longer want to pursue 
that goal, you do not want to plan to the extremes. So let's say in this example of writing a book, I'll say, okay, I do want to write a book. I'm not used to writing. What I'm going to do is two days a week, I'm going to spend 15 minutes a day writing. I don't care you know, what comes out, but it's going to be 15 minutes. I'm going to get the timer on and put that in. And I'm just going to start writing. I'm going to start writing. Okay. Well, two weeks have passed. I've spent those two days. Now I've only gotten a total of an hour done, but what I'm trying to do is build in the habit and an expectation that I'm going to be able to complete what it is that I set out to do. Then maybe the next two weeks, I'm building that up. I'm building that up and I'm building on that. Because when you begin to accomplish things, you begin to build momentum. And as you build momentum, you build excitement toward the goal that you have. So don't fall into that. I'm going to go to the extreme trap. I purposely didn't start off with the exercise trap, but we know we're coming up on the new year. People made new New year's resolutions. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to get physically fit. January 1st is going to come. People are going to be in the gym. They're saying, this is my year. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to work out every day. Five days later, they're sore. They're not moving. They're not able to uh, continue to go to the gym. They're feeling bad. They start doing, they start eating things that may emotionally make them feel better, but physically are unhealthy for them. And then they fall back into this trap because they kind of overdid it in the beginning. Ease yourself into what you want to do. And be consistent with that. Don't ease yourself in and not be consistent because that's a recipe for disaster as well. And last but not least is execute the plan. If you've gone through the steps, you've identified you know, what you want to focus on, you've developed your plan, you're bridging the gap, now you're executing the plan. That's the only way that you're going to be able to accomplish your goal. You know, I generally close the podcast with, you know, many people know what to do. You've written down, you know, what to do. And if you're doing step two, part of that is how to do it. So, you know, and fewer people know how to do it because they they don't take the steps that you're going to take in plotting out. This is how I'm going to accomplish this goal. But then there's a small group of people that actually follow through and do it so that they can have the life of their dreams I say that my goal and the purpose of this podcast is to help you be part of that select few, to help you join the the list of doers that are actually making it happen. You absolutely have to execute the plan if you want to make things happen. I hope that you found this content useful. Uh, It's been a blast for this year in 2021, and I'm really looking forward to 2022 be on the lookout for those changes that we talked about. Uh, also, I'm including the a link so that you can download an annual goal setting workbook. This is the workbook that I use for the on ramp 2022 event. You know, you can download that and start working on your goals. Uh, join the email list if you are interested in being notified when we're going to have our next community engagement event. I really want you to have a great year. I want you to to be prepared to just accelerate your success in 2022. And thank you again for your time. And I will see you, hear from you, touch base with you next week. Be great. Thank you for listening to Engineer Your Success with Dr. James Bryant. 
Do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast. Leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player. Many people know what to do. Fewer people know how to do it and a small fraction of people actually do it. I believe that you can have success both in business and in life. And it's my passion to guide you on your path to engineering your success. Thanks.